Welcome to Shared Insights, the podcast from BA Insight. My name is Pete Wright, and I am joined today by BA Insight Solutions Consultant and Project Lead Sanjaya Podell. Welcome, Sanjaya. Thank you, Pete. Good to be here. It is great to have you here. You are here today to share a, an interesting implementation story. If you have ever wondered how to build a global enterprise search system and help your users be truly self-sufficient while accessing multiple systems, high degree of complexity, that is the story we're going to hear today. Uh, you you ab- ably step into Jeff's shoes while he is traveling the world uh, and um, uh, speaking and seeking the wonders of search. Uh, right now, I think he's in D.C. Who knows where he'll be tomorrow? Uh, but uh, thank you for stepping in and sharing sharing the story today. Where would you like to start in terms of setting up this project that you that that we're going to be talking about today? Uh, where do you think is a good place to set up our audience to understand what you were trying to accomplish? Um, sure, uh, maybe I'd like to um, start how um, you know we got this project and how we started. So first of all, uh, the customer came to us for a POC. Right, and I think we were complete competing with uh, two other mm-hmm. vendors, and uh, the strength for us there was we were able to showcase this search system in a given amount of time, take care of their use cases. So they had a you know like seven or eight set of use cases they wanted to see in the POC, and we were able to demo that uh, using both SharePoint and Elasticsearch at the same time, and the tools and the products that we have allows that, you know. For example, our query service and a connector framework, both mm-hmm. are platform agnostic. So we were able to quickly switch between SharePoint's index and Elastic Index and able to showcase all the use cases um, in, in, in the time. And I think um, and that's how they liked us. And uh, that's how we started. So where do you go from there when you're facing a project like this? What's your what was your what sort of step number one to try to wrap your head around how you're going to um, uh, how you're going to leverage the tools that you have to actually build a solution that meets the needs of users? So uh, once we get the POC done, right, and then the, there's a decision phase, and when the customer decided to go with us, then we start talking about the actual implementation, you know, which is to obviously build up on the use cases that uh, we got during the POC. There are more use cases. And then we also talk about expand, expanding the scope of call, right? And then uh, this customer, uh, being a pharmaceutical customer, had a huge set of taxonomies that they wanted to use to classify the content. And that was really important for them because uh, they have so much, uh, so many clinical trials and clinical studies documents that are created on a daily basis. So it was really important for them to uh, classify those, right, and generate major topics um, that that are um, very relevant uh, about those documents. Um, can you can you give me a sense of the the scale of of the sort of size of their library that we're talking about in terms of just raw numbers? Do you have a sense of that off the top of your head? Uh, uh, sure, uh, it's about um, a million items. Uh, okay, yeah, that we're talking about, and uh, and the this content came from multiple sources also, right? So with our connector framework, we were crawling uh, content from multiple sources uh, uh, into SharePoint Index. You know, we've talked about pharmaceutical um, or organizations before, and and sort of the level of complexity that goes into marrying uh, the the kinds of disparate systems, the discrete systems, 
because the data is just it, it ends up being just supplied in a in a such a crazy variety of ways. You know, how is it that you sort of I, I don't know what's the word normalize the data so that it it uh, so that end users are able to see something that makes sense. Um, you know, in in a unified sort of search front is that that's sort of what you're here to do? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, that was the primary goal. Uh, they also had other requirements, but I would say that was the very uh, the primary requirement for this project to normalize the data and generate the uh, the auto classification, uh, the the metadata that the customer wanted. Um, so first of all, I would like to talk a little bit about the auto classification uh, that we did here because auto classification was key for mm -hmm. the project. Auto classifier is a B inside product. You know, it provides a system for centralizing and managing enterprise taxonomies. And this customer, being a pharmaceutical customer, had uh, two types of taxonomies. One was facet taxonomy that would drive the refiners, and the other was NCI concepts or NCI thesaurus, right? And uh, NCIT, uh, it's a widely recognized uh, standard for biomedical coding and reference. Uh, and it, is, it is used broadly by both public and private companies uh, nationally internationally and this customer had customized that uh, to include their own drug names clinical trials clinical studies right so they wanted to mm -hmm. classify their content using both the taxonomies so they had uh, relevant refiners uh, that users could use to define the results by and at the same time they wanted to generate these major topics about uh, the documents that we are classifying right so which are the documents that really talk about the their drugs or the clinical trials so uh, so we took our auto classifier tool to the next level and build something called major topics scoring for them which allowed them to configure their rules. These were custom rules, uh, customer specific that they were able to customize or add to, to the auto classifier. And, and, and basically um, they wanted to not just identify those tags or the topics, they also wanted to assign a score, right? Which major topic is more relevant? You know, so if you have uh, you have a score attached to each topic, then on the UI side, hey, these are more relevant major topic, right? Now we can do anything with those major topic. You know, you can sort their content, or uh, you can use it to serve relevant content, right? And some of the major topics uh, also match their um, you know the products they were working on or the clinical trials they were working working on and um, we also had uh, users information about their department their products their preferences so we could actually suggest results relevant results to them or suggest recommended results to them um, based on the information we had generated for them. That's uh, that's amazing. And I, I know, you know, BA Insight is already quite adept at auto classifier, but it sounds like you're taking this, as you say, to the next level. Uh, did you run into any uh, roadblocks or headaches that uh, that stymied you along the way? Or, or uh, was this a, a fairly seamless uh, development process? Um, we had some, some challenges, uh, or I would say, you know, it always takes some time to get it right uh, because, uh, you know, there were some custom rules that we were setting up. Um, and uh, so we had to work closely with, with the, um, the customer and the vendor involved there to try and understand the taxonomies. The taxonomies were also um, sort of um, complex, 
you know the kind of relationship uh, yeah that was there so to understand that uh, it to you know uh, it did take us time but once we had that Uh, grasp on that we are able to import those taxonomy into auto classifier and uh, from there it was mostly seamless i imagine it's one of those things given the complexity of the taxonomies that that you know they likely weren't even sure what they wanted or needed until they start digging into you know the results that you start showing them right uh you know, new new horizons kind of open up. How does this play into, uh, and uh, forgive me if I'm pivoting too early here, if you're not finished with the auto classifier, please continue. But I'm really curious how this plays into their requirement for natural language processing. So natural language processing is, uh, is certainly very important. And it's really the upcoming trend that every company is trying to adapt and write and use. And uh, yeah. so our auto classifier, um, you know, does some processing on its one. Right, so we're using this text analytics and NER um, uh, to identify relevant tags, and at the same time, uh, we can also integrate uh, with some of the tools they already have. Because this is a pharmaceutical company, uh, you know they they have uh, been using um, these third-party uh, text analytics tool or NLP tool, and our auto classifier from the inside can integrate with those tools uh, and the integration is very easy all we need to know is the information uh, that we need to uh, use those nlp tool in auto classifier and we know we could uh, and we can get the, the information back to auto classifier and tag the documents so we have some level of nlp that we do ourselves plus we can also integrate with any third party nlp tools that are out there uh, what other ba insight products do you did you end up sort of rolling into this uh, project to deliver their final solution and and how did you uh, how did you use them i guess i should say what's your favorite favorite uh, implementation or part of this implementation? So my favorite was also the, to be able to uh, capture user preferences on the UI side, right? When a user comes to the system for the first time, they're making users to go through these setup pages where users select their preferences, what products they are interested in, uh, what uh, are their commercial or non-commercial users, what functions um, they work on, what are their roles. And we were using that information to serve more relevant results to the users. So that whole experience uh, to be able to capture users' preferences upfront so we could say, you know, serve more relevant results was a great um, experience for me to, you know, to work on that. Um, and it's not that uh, we were forcing users to do that, that that was optional right so whoever users really wanted to go through that uh, you know it was great to improve their search experience and if there were users who did not really uh, want to do that you know they could still go to the search site and find the content and we were uh, using their information from uh, user profile to serve relevant results you know it's fascinating too on, on that point i I uh, have the benefit, which unfortunately we can't share because this is not something we're going to share, you know, inside 
information. But we do have this this video that the internal team created to teach users how to uh, go through this process or what they're what they're going to do on their this sort of onboarding process for the new system. And it it seemed to me very welcoming and warm and uh, instructive and easy to use. Uh, what have the results been? I mean, have you found that the that users predominantly go through that process uh, on their first run, or um, or is it something that they you know sort of skip? Uh, yes, the feedback has been great uh, from what I've heard. Uh, the system has been live for about two years now. Almost uh, every user in the company has gone through that process and has opted to you know provide their preferences uh, for the search side and uh, and that their prod productivity has increased. They're you know able to uh, quickly. Um, identify and find the documents and end of the day uh, in our goal was to provide quick and easy access to the content uh, that users need to do their jobs efficiently and effectively and I think uh, we met that. I, I feel like I steamrolled over that uh, the first part of my last question uh, where I, I was hoping you could run through some of the other BA Insight tools and how you uh, how you use them on this project uh, uh, sort of a, a rapid fire uh, if you will, sure. um, beyond auto classifier, of course. Uh, yep. So uh, this is one of our largest uh, implementation also, uh, products wise, right? So they had, um, uh, access to all the products, uh, in our offering and, uh, we have used multiple connectors, uh, with our connector framework. Um, so mm -hmm. there's a connector for SharePoint online, SharePoint on-prem content, uh, uh, connector to SQL data, uh, connector to uh, Viva Vault, uh, which is a cloud-based um, document management system uh, predominantly used by uh, healthcare uh, pharmaceutical companies. And uh, besides connector, so we have um, auto classifier. So with auto classifier, we also customized it a little bit for them that I talked about. Uh, and on the UI side to improve search experience, uh, we used um, Visual Refiner, uh, Smart Preview, and info sites. Uh, is it still the largest now that it's been uh, out for two years? This is this still holds the title as the largest implementation in terms of straight up number of Insi BA Insight tools. After that, I think we have had other customers uh, who are using um, you know a lot of connectors. Actually, we find many customers use our connectors a lot because we have fifty plus uh, in enterprise uh, connectors. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm not sure it still holds the title, but then it, it was an, a very exciting project for us. Uh, besides the, these products that uh, we talked about, connector framework, auto classifier, UI, mm -hmm. uh, we are also doing um, some uh, unique, I would say, I should say unique work for this customer around uh, the uh, querying um, or uh, the querying technology, right? So. There were some unique requirements mm -hmm. uh, around modifying the query based on who you are, right? Um, because we wanted to serve uh, mm -hmm. relevant results based on who you are or personalized results. And that required us to uh, work closely with how the queries were formed or how the queries were executed against the backend that we had. So, so around that, we also did um, some work, uh, and we used our tool uh, called Federator. And Federator is a mm -hmm. is a tool that uh, that can intercept queries um, coming from the UI, um, and then uh, you know it can expand the query uh, so the query becomes personalized. You know, 
uh, or the query can expand it to include uh, other synonyms or any other terms that we needed. And we've done some work for these customers uh, because the requirements were unique. Um, and that was also a um, unique experience uh, um, in this project. This was an enterprise global search system serving multiple departments at the company uh, in multiple countries around the world. So we have active customers from UK, from United States, and, and from many countries in the Europe that use these applications on a day-to-day -to -day basis. And we can actually see that by going to a smart analytics tool, which is also a, a, a be inside offering and then so by building this application the customer was able to consolidate uh, multiple legal systems they had into a single system and it was also flexible enough to meet their uh, specific needs for each audience and it was a great experience working on this project um, it, that's fascinating some some additional lessons learned uh, around that that sort of relates back to what we were talking about with that onboarding process right i mean you want to make sure you're you not only are the users reporting the data that they uh you know their preferences up front but you're also sort of configuring that experience on their behalf on the back end correct yeah that was the whole um, idea you know so we were able to capture the preferences up front, right, uh, during the onboarding process. And the work around Federator was to utilize that information, to consume that information so we can serve uh, mm -hmm. relevant and personalized uh, results to users. So, well, I imagine when you're when you're working on this and, and dealing with this sort of milestone level, um, you know, uh, implementation for a customer that you that you learn a lot of lessons. I, I wonder if you could think back, even knowing now that it's been a couple of years since it since it launched. Um, how has uh, has this project and projects like it uh, shaped your perspective on you know what it means to have successful enterprise search? End of the day, uh, you know, if if the search application is actually uh, helping uh, the customer. Uh, increase their productivity or not, right? And I think it is in this case. I remember mm -hmm. when we were working on this project, there were some cases where uh, Microsoft SharePoint did not do what we uh, it was supposed to do, right? So there were some cases. First of all, uh, they were also very new to uh, SharePoint 2016. SharePoint 2016 was just out, and this customer decided to adopt that uh, instead of going to SharePoint 2013. Uh, went with SharePoint 2016, mm -hmm. there were some challenges. So some cases were filed with Microsoft. And because this is a, such a large customer for Microsoft as well, they were able to um, you know, work closely with us on some of the product-related issues. And, uh, and then I saw Microsoft asking for this impact analysis documents uh, you know, when, when we reported something. And I think that gave a sense of how important this project was, you know how what's the impact uh, to the users or the day-to-day -day business if we don't get this right you know having to do that impact analysis document for microsoft to give me a perspective of how how important this project was um, and uh, having uh, now that project is live and users are using it uh, you know we can go back and look at this smart analytics so by the way they are still our customers we are working on um, release three and you know there are more work scheduled for them so um, the relationship has been great um, also, um, but um, I can see that the customer is really happy and, uh, uh, you know, like the work. Uh, and, and it's uh, really helping them. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, fantastic lessons learned. And also it has to feel just really good to, to you know, to work on something that uh, that impacts so many users every day. 
Yep. This is a fantastic project, and I, I would encourage everybody to head over to BAinsight.com uh, to the Search Solutions for Life Sciences page. There's a link directly in the show notes to that page. Uh, so just swipe over and tap, and uh, and you'll see links to all of the products that Sanjaya has talked about today. Uh, you can get some ideas uh, and some videos about how uh, how these products work, how they work together, and, and uh, there's some uh, links to terrific case studies and podcasts that we've done on that page as well uh, that, that help you get a sense for how BA Insight uh, software uh, can help uh, to uh, integrate and build terrific global search solutions for pharma. This has been a great conversation. Sanjaya Podell, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Sure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for your time and attention today. Everybody who's downloaded this podcast, we sure appreciate those kind five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts or iTunes uh, or any of the podcast app directories uh, that you may be using. Uh, share the love. We sure appreciate it. And uh, uh, on behalf of Sanjaya Podell, BA Insight, I'm Pete Wright. And we'll catch you next time right here on Shared Insights.